Welcome to the Life Source Church Money Works Podcast. Welcome back to Life Source Church videocast, podcast. If you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, or you're viewing us on YouTube, or you may even found us in your newsfeed on Facebook if you're uh, following us there. Uh, we're excited that you've joined us today again, Tuesday morning. Um, we are doing what we're calling Monday morning quarterbacking, but we're carrying it over to Tuesday morning. Um, so good Tuesday morning. We are going to be talking about uh, the sermon that happened a couple days ago called Money Works, and it was titled Enjoying All of Your Money. So today, Pastor Walt joins me, the speaker and presenter for that sermon. And so I want to ask you a couple questions. Mm -hmm. By the way, good morning. Uh, Good morning, yeah. (laughs) And uh, people that are viewing us on YouTube get to see, but we're still in our, our church Sunday best. Right. People online. I wear it every day. Yeah, (laughs) we wear it every day. Um, But so you talked about in your sermon enjoying all of your money. And you listed things that you might do throughout the day or throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And so you created a list. And I'm curious, what would people find enjoyable about using their money in all those ways? Like, how is it really enjoyable to pay your bill? (laughs) That's a good question, right? (laughs) Yeah, we don't always enjoy that. Uh, well, the reality is this, is that uh, our money, a lot, a lot of our money, we don't have much choice about, right? We do have to pay our bills. And if we're going to obey God, then we discover that um, we also have to give and should give and, and should want to give. And we do all that. And then we, we get the idea of enjoying our money, doing something fun, you know, going out to eat, going to, to play something somewhere, do something, watch a movie. But the way this works is that the reality is, is that Whenever we align any part of our life with what God says in his word, we experience joy there. We experience fulfillment because it's no longer just about me being what I want and and happening right now. It's now that I'm doing something with God that's going to last forever. And that really starts to change your perspective on everything. And so the idea of giving, we can think, okay, yes, I should be joyful in my giving. And I give because it's going to do God's work. But really paying the bills is the same way. I'm sitting down here paying the bills, able to pay the bills, excited about that because God has given this to me. This is how he's feeding me. This is how he's clothing me. This is how he's keeping me warm. And even, so if I'm actually doing things the way God wants me to do with all of my money, the best I know how, if I'm sitting down to pay the bills and I've already given and there's not enough to pay all the bills, (laughs) I can get excited then. Because I know that God is going to work. He's going to be doing something special in my life. And so uh, even those kind of things we can find joy in. You know, it's, um, It might be challenging, but we realize that God's doing something that's going to matter forever. Yeah, and there's definitely been times in my life, and I just turned 31, but in my 30 years of living and you know, probably 15 years of work force, if you will, um, where I made all different kinds of money mm-hmm. increments, right? And um, I've been blessed in many ways, and I've tried to follow God's promises in all of those ways. And obviously, I've had shortcomings, but I've also had successes. I've turned down raises, trusting that God would bless me for making choices for Him. All this, you know, you, you start looking at all of it together. And I'm not here to talk about my successes and how God's worked there, but 
there's different times where I might have considered myself to be better off than others financially. Sure. And one of the things you talked about was um, being happy to spend your money. And I have a really quick story I'll just share with everybody is I went through the Dave Ramsey financial um, course that we provided here at Life Source Church. And one of the things they spoke to is to save an emergency fund. And he says to start off with saving $1,000. Now, for the average, <clears throat> average person, that sounds like a pretty big hurdle, especially if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and where I was at that point was pretty tough. But we started saving, me and my wife. And we saved up and we hit the $1,000 mark. And we held it there. And there's very many times it helped us out. But there's one time that stands out to me. My car broke down on the side of the highway. It was kind of cold like it's been this last couple mm -hmm. of days. Really cold. My family was with me. And we got it towed to the mechanic. And they said it's going to cost like $950. Something, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, well, we have $1,000. And, and I had mixed feelings. Sure. I was happy that God had got us to a place where we could spend that money to fix my car. And I didn't have to go in debt to take out loans or anything. But so I can, I can get the, the balance between being happy to spend on something you didn't necessarily want right. to. God provided it. Right. So that's really neat. Well, I think it does come down at that point. <clears throat> something we talked about is that um, if God leads us into a place where money that we think we need for something is going away, uh, that he's the one who provided it to begin with. And so he can provide it again. So there's an emergency fund, right? God can provide that again. And, and sometimes he lets us experience uh, not having enough so that we will remember to trust in him and not to love our money. Um, but yeah, I think that even those hardest of places, we can say, okay, God, you're in charge here. I'm trusting you. And uh, we can begin to find joy in that, even that. Right. And uh, one of the other things you talked about in your sermon was, and I thought this was really interesting, especially with where we're at with the whole political race right now, mm -hmm. you know, the presidential campaigns that are going on. And so money's talked about a lot, you know, equality, pay, um, as well as the people who are making a whole bunch should be helping the people who aren't. And, and regardless of your political opinion, one of the, the points or the statistics you made today on what is rich, what is being rich, and I think you started your sermon off this way, and I think it stood out to me that you said if you make combined, uh, whether it's with your, your wife or spouse, or um, it includes your compensation, mm -hmm. whether it's vehicles or um, health care, whatever is provided, when you put it together, if you make $50,000, a year top, that you were in the top, top one, one third of one percent. Yeah, top one third, and so of one percent. That's right. At first, I, I thought you might have stopped there, top one third, and I thought that sounded about right. Top and one that, third of one percent in the world. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of doesn't really beg to be asked. But then, what is the difference between rich and not? If it seems like everybody we know then is probably in the top percent at least. Right. Well, we're comparing ourselves, right, in the, uh, uh, with the people around us in the culture in which we live. And that's, that's real. We can't escape that. Um, but we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to each other that way anyway, right? It's where am I at with what God has given me, what he wants me to do. Uh, and I think that, to be honest with you, sometimes having more money makes this whole stewardship a greater challenge. Uh, People who don't have much money, it's pretty simple, right? They, they just give to God and they, they do with what they got and that's it. Where sometimes we get more money and then we start feeling a sense of entitlement and, well, I can't give this up. What do you mean I can't do that? And uh, we kind of miss the point. But we, the idea is that um, godliness or contentment, you know, if, is, uh, with godliness is great gain. And so um, 
when we're content with what God has provided us, then once again, that puts us in a place. See, we're viewing money the way God intends for us to view it. And we, my contentment doesn't come from how much money I have or don't have. My contentment comes from being faithful to God in those things. And so when I'm faithful to God in those things, it changes my whole perspective on it. And uh, you talked a little bit about security, like not finding your security in our money. And it really makes sense, but I think a lot of us really struggle with that because, and you can put it into perspective, especially coming out of what seemed to be everybody was losing their jobs over the past couple of years. And obviously that's not a fun and good time. We're not rejoicing over that. But I think a lot of people felt really, really overwhelmed um, and insecure with the idea of where's the money going to come from. Right. And so I, I just bring that up because I feel like that's, we don't want to find our security in the money. Well, absolutely. But, we, but, I, but I think we all struggle with it, is my point. Is yeah. let, tell, tell somebody they're losing their job tomorrow, and what is the first thing they probably think about is, where yeah, am I going to get sure. my money from? Sure, and I get that. But I think what happens, what we, we find out is that when all of a sudden we find out we're losing our job, it reveals yeah. whether or not our security is in that money. Uh, it's normal to be challenged say, wow, where's the money going to come from? But if you've already, and that's what the, today's sermon was about, or, or Sunday's sermon was about, and uh, what we're trying to talk about is, is getting to the place where we are day in, day out, living by, you know, looking at money the way God says and using it the way God says so that when that time comes, sure, as human beings, we have that initial, <gasps> right? But then we say, but I know God. I know what he said. He's been faithful. He's going to be faithful now. And that's, boy, what a huge difference that is to have that security. And uh, we'll be wrapping up here in just a minute. But one thing I thought about is, a uh, question is, you know, what, is the mo what does God see as probably one of the more enjoyable ways for us to use our money? And I can speak from experience. We just got our giving report back for mm -hmm. the, from the church, which is really cool. If you're listening online or viewing us on YouTube, uh, be sure to grab your giving report if you've been giving. You can check it out. And why I bring this up is not to say that I was necessarily surprised by how much I gave because I'm not here to talk about that but it was to look at it and say compared to what I make and what I gave God is faithful and it and to look at it and go that was an that's it's an enjoyable thing to even look back on right and, and actually, that can be true for anybody just like the story in the Bible the lady who gave a little bit right. but it was all she had you know well I think that that's um, we haven't talked about giving much yet but that's one of the real keys of giving why it's so important is because it puts us in that place to know and understand that God does take care of us because we're giving away, in the eyes of the world, a significant amount of money, but God takes care of us. So, so yeah. we've already learned that lesson. Right. So let's wrap up today. Is there anything you want to tell us about the, the coming podcast? Uh, just the, the, the uh, couple more podcasts here. We're going to have uh, uh, Drew Langren and Dave Langren. They'll be here taking Matt's place. And we're just going to talk about some more issues related to money, not directly from the sermon. Uh, and then hopefully, if all goes well on Friday, we're going to have a testimony from one of the families in our church about how God has worked in their lives in the area of finances. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later. I won't be here tomorrow, but Drew will be taking my spot uh, tomorrow morning, Wednesday. So have a good day, and we'll catch up later.